Welcome to the Dadcast. On the show today, we discuss Glastonbury, Jamie Oliver, and how yogurt can be shocking. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. Hello and welcome to Series 2 of the Dadcast. How you doing, Rich? I'm doing very well, Alex. Very well, yeah. Enjoying my summer. Um, and you? Yeah, really good. Really good. It's uh, it's bizarre. We've not done a show for about a month, I think. And we sort of come back with Series 2. We're going to do a show every couple of weeks. We have been recommissioned. <laughs> yeah. Recommissioned by ourselves <laughs> to, do, to do Series number 2. <laughs> now, obviously, it's going to change slightly because in the first series, we kind of went through the stages of being a dad. And we've kind of, I mean, we've got loads of stories still to tell, loads of anecdotes, loads of stuff is still happening to to me and my daughter, who's nearly one, and you and your two daughters. But we really need you guys to get involved and tell us what fatherhood is like for you, things that have been happening to you, any disasters, any things that you've realised, any things you've learned. You can get in contact on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash UK. You can tweet us at DadcastUK and you can email us DadcastUK at gmail.com. I was hoping that you'd jump in and say one of those, but I remember from first series that you don't actually know any of those, Rich. <laughs> no, what I need to do is I need to write them up in the studio. There was that pause there. I thought, it's me, it's me, it's me. <laughs> if I just keep quiet, he'll go on. <laughs> so what have you been now, up to um, as a dad in the, in the sort of month since we last did a show? Sophie's a teacher, so she's been off for the last five weeks, but... I haven't necessarily. So it's been that slightly difficult thing of having to work in the studio, in the study, get on with work and do other work. But also the children are on holidays, Sophie's on holiday. It's summer. (laughs) It's that sort of that balancing between I'm now working, but equally I can hear the girls shouting for me downstairs or out in the garden, you know, and I think that's a difficult balance. And it's very difficult to explain to the girls as well. If I go anywhere, even if I sort of pop out to the pub, in the evening they'll say are you going working <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what, of course yeah generally whenever i leave the house i am working but we went on holiday uh, for a few days to glastonbury and it was really good but we were staying in a premier inn which was absolutely fine fantastic but we just found it really difficult with the girls to do anything sleep wise georgia was just a bit of a nightmare this sort of sleep regression thing which seems to happen at any and every age and then trying to get around Glastonbury and around shops, little sort of boutique shops and bookshops, which I understand is no, is not very interesting for, for children. We just couldn't do it. You know, we've been there three times now <laughs> and we still actually haven't seen what we want to see. Has it got worse um, as the girls have got older? I think this time was the worst because they were both sort of active, very active. And Georgia just wanted to run around and Phoebe was being a little bit difficult. And I think they were they were sort of playing off each other. And the weather was lovely as well. And they just want to run around. And I think that's the point, isn't it? That there are times when you think, actually, they're kids. They just want to run around. Give them a big park. Yeah. And, they're, and they're happy. You can sort of do too many things. I mean, we went to an aquarium centre. And actually, that was really good. And they both were really engaged with the, with the fish and everything. And that was really good. We think as parents, we, we've got to have a lot of activities and maybe a lot of activities, um, maybe so, sort of a pressure thing. You know, sometimes it's sort of keeping up with the Joneses. You know, so-and-so's doing that and so-and-so's doing that. So we need to do that. Oh, and, um, and particularly because of like Facebook and, and Instagram and all that kind of stuff that you kind of almost want, to, especially as a dad, you kind of want to be able to show that you are looking after your family and taking them nice places. And it's almost like you want to sort of go somewhere, get a good photo 
and then just go to the park. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you almost want sort of a day's trip where you <laughs> where you go to different places and take lots of different changes of clothes yeah. and change the hairstyles. Yeah, and think right, I'm now done for the year. <laughs> yeah, and then you and then you just release them as and when every few weeks. We could just go back and sit in a paddling pool in the back garden, and they'll be yeah. very happy. Yeah, because actually driving somewhere else is probably horrible for them sitting in the back of the car in the heat not being able to do stuff like that's it's probably not worth it for them you're thinking oh we'll go somewhere really nice but actually that car journey probably kind of ruins it for them we went on a long car journey with matilda Mm -hmm. she was 11 months old and we decided to take her to the edinburgh festival and we thought you know that would be great to take her to see her first ever show at the edinburgh festival we thought that would be an awesome thing but the problem is it does take a, a long time to get there in the car and, you know, you split up the journey and we, we popped by to see you guys, went to see my sister, went over to see my folks. But a lot of the time is taken up with the actual car journey, which, you know, she's great with it. But still, you do feel a bit guilty. I think it's when it's just you and your partner, you kind of just get on with it. But for a kid, every day when we put her back in the car seat, you're thinking she must think, oh, God, this is another epic day of it. It must be. It must be yeah. a bit of hard work. Is she good at sleeping in the car? She can, but yeah, if it fits in with her naps, but then sometimes we'd be going to leave and she'd end up having an apple with delayed leaving or whatever, and she's had her sleep, and then suddenly she's awake for the next three hours in the car, and it's... But it was always, like, even afterwards, after we'd got there, when we'd go for a short journey in the car, and you'd put her in, and you'd just see her face fall, like, oh, no, not again. <laughs> can we not just spend a day just sitting down somewhere, you know, or playing in the garden? As you yeah. Say. Tell me then, Edinburgh, first experience with Tilly. What did you see? Because obviously you and I have done the, the Fringe, well, a few times. Yeah. Um, so we know it. But what was it like going up there with a the child? Yeah, it was it was great. We went there on one of the preview days. We thought we'd go there when it was quite quiet. And the previews start on the Monday. We got there the Tuesday night, and my goal was to do two things. Go and buy Tilly her ticket for her show on Wednesday morning. It was called Moo on the Fringe, and we were sort of keen to take it. We'd been through the whole Fringe Guide. There's hundreds. I mean, if you don't know about the Edinburgh Fringe, there are literally thousands and thousands of shows, and hundreds of those shows are for kids. And we went through the guide, and just like crossing out ones that... A, weren't on that day. Most of them were on that day, but the, the ones that weren't on that day, ones that weren't suitable because they were too old, ones that were kind of too late in the day. We wanted something in the morning. And we went through and we whittled it down to about four or five. And then we picked the perfect show. It's called Moo on the Fringe. And it was music and interaction and was going to be lovely for her first show. So we got there and we wanted to do two things. Get her ticket and then go to the Pleasance Courtyard, which is yep. one of the venues where Richard and I did a couple of shows, yep. and get a pint of tenants in the courtyard. <laughs> Great. Yeah, that's your fringe started then, isn't it? That's it. That, if, if that is the only thing yeah. we can do, then that's it. We're sorted. <laughs> so we got to the Pleasance, walked into the, to the ticket bit, asked about tickets, and they went, oh, no, that show's been cancelled for the whole festival. Oh, no. no. So we had to get... We'd left our fringe guide at home. The one that we <laughs> so we had to then get another one and spend the night going through it again, trying to find a second show, and then we bumped into the man who runs the Pleasance, Anthony, and spoke to him, and we we sort of said, you know, the two things we were to do is get her ticket and a pint at the bar, and he went, we don't open till Wednesday, and we looked over and they were still building the bar. And I was like, oh no, nightmare. But um, we did take her to see a show the next day. On the Wednesday morning, we took her to see a show um, called Captain Flynn and the Pirate Dinosaurs. Now, it was a little bit too old for her, but she loved it. And she loved 
obviously stuff going on on stage that she could look at, but she really loved just seeing all the other kids. Mm. And like when when the kids would clap, she'd look around just like, oh, right, okay, I, I can clap. So she'd be clapping at the, at the stage. She absolutely loved it. I mean, it was an hour long. We thought it would be a bit too long, but she was just just engaged the whole way through i found it a little bit dull in places <laughs> yeah yeah well i was gonna say you know having you have been up there a few times and certainly done a, a few children's shows were you looking at it with different sort of eyes yeah well i was looking at it kind of going now why did they decide to do that because that isn't interesting for a kid and then other bits they sort of had the lighting really dark and i was thinking turn the lights up a bit like kids aren't going to respond well to this saying that the kids in the audience absolutely loved it and matilda loved it so it was a, a big success but it wasn't the show we wanted to go and see no that's a shame that's a shame so thinking back to when we did um frog prints about 12, <laughs> 12 13 years ago were those frog costumes that you and i used to stand on the royal mile sweating ourselves and, and, and singing the froggy blues every day do you think they were good for kids or bad for kids now i think they were good for kids those ones yeah. yeah yeah i think they were good i think they were good some of the lyrics in the froggy blues are probably <laughs> unnecessary <laughs> but um yeah yeah but that's great so you've started and did you get any pictures we were talking about pictures getting pictures in landmarks around edinburgh did you get any we did we got a picture of her on the raw mile good um which if you've not been to the festival is is a place where loads of people go to flyer usually when you walk down i don't know if it's just me but walking down that street basically the people who flyer to you on that street are normally the people that you don't want to go and see their show <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, that's fair. but that is a main hub and that's where loads of people do go and there's loads of stuff going on loads of people you know entertaining the crowds on the street and we've got a photograph of her on the Royal Mile with a sign saying welcome to the 2016 Edinburgh Festival fringe in the background so if we can get one of those every year <laughs> yeah for the next 20 years then that's her first Edinburgh show sorted <laughs> <laughs> yes it is isn't it yeah yeah Five years at the fringe um, another thing we did when we came back we went to a place called the Wellington Country Park near Reading And I took Tilly to change her nappy. And it was the first time that I've seen a baby change facility in the gents. Oh, right. Okay. Because normally it's only in the ladies or it's in like the disabled toilets, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's a big place. So they had big toilets. So they had space for it. Because I know a lot of people won't have space for it. But it's the first time I've seen it. And I think that is pretty awesome. So the Wellington Country Park, I want to give a good Dadcast UK thumbs up to. Yeah, definitely. Because they had baby change facilities in the gents. I think that's awesome. Absolutely awesome. Yesterday, no, a couple of days ago, I was at a pub nearby that we've been to quite a few times. And it's it's a lovely pub. Um, and every time we're there, uh, Georgia, my youngest, needs a poo <laughs> or, or has a poo. <laughs> and now she started to say, I pooed, I pooed. <laughs> so we got there the other day and she said, I pooed. And I said, right, I'll take her. I'll take her. And I took her to where I, I usually do the gents toilets. And there's no changing facilities. And I have to do it on the, the top of the toilet, not oh. on the toilet seat, but on the bit up above that where the cistern is. Yeah. So there's no space and it's really difficult and she's a bit scared of it and, you know, it's a bit weird. And I've been doing this quite a few times over the last few months. And then afterwards, uh, she did it again. And so I said, oh, I'll take her. And I said, well, you'll go upstairs again. And she said, no, we don't need to go upstairs. I said, yeah, you need to go upstairs. And George is upstairs, upstairs. And so he said, well, why would I go upstairs? The baby changing facility is downstairs. <laughs> I said, you what? She said, haven't you been using it? I said, no, every time I come here, I balance her on the top of the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> the Perky and Man Dadcast. Holding your hand and getting you to push through the first few years of fatherhood. 
one thing I wanted to say about Matilda. So she's at the stage where she's kind of doing tricks now. So for the past couple of months, she's been clapping, which is great. You can say clap and she'll do clapping. And, and one time when I was changing her, she had a really stinky nappy. And I and I did a little song about how stinky the crap was. And when I said crap, she started clapping. Right? <laughs> but, but the other day I was walking along with her. I had her in the sling and she was doing clapping, but it was kind of she, her hand was like slipping off. And it reminded me of when you see sort of like uh, Americans in like music videos when they go to see strippers and they make it rain. Do you know the expression make it? Yeah, rain? I know. Yeah. 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 So they've basically got a, a wad of dollar bills. And they're kind of like sliding them off to make it rain. <laughs> so I said to Tilly, make it rain, make it rain. And I started doing that gesture. And she picked it up instantly. Now, we've been trying to get her to do the sign <laughs> for please and thank you. <laughs> and she won't do it. But if you say to her, make it rain, she's like, yeah. So there's been a couple of embarrassing moments. Rachel was out in boots last week. And this old lady came over and she was going, oh, aren't you lovely? Aren't you smiley? And was sort of like making a fuss of Tilly. And Tilly just sat there <laughs> making it rain at her. <laughs> and then also Rachel took her to, to this uh, singing group, this like, nursery uh, rhyme place. And um, they, they were doing Incy Wincy Spider. And again, Tilly has no interest in doing the Incy Wincy Spider gesture you know the little finger thing you're supposed to do yeah yeah um, which i can't do because i always start the wrong way around anyway but that's another story that's my problem but anyway she won't do the incy <laughs> wincy spider thing so he's an incy wincy spider tilly just sits there doing nothing climbed up the water spout absolutely nothing down came the rain tilly's like way <laughs> oh that's great have you <laughs> and it, the thing is it's and it's funny and it'll be funny for a for quite a while and and you'll you know you can sort of like max out on that because it because it doesn't matter how many times she, she does it you'll just find it funny oh i mean absolutely it, it's just i mean unfortunately um georgia has picked up on some words that maybe she shouldn't have done and um but what it's funny is she's been saying well she's been saying what sounds like um buggy hell right 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 um so we've we've just you know thought yes it's a it's it's a hell it's where you get loads of buggies together and it's just <laughs> buggy hell but every time she drops something she says oh buggy hell <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is obviously we've laughed because it's it, it, she's basically picked up on a swear word but she's misinterpreted it but it's funny but <laughs> obviously as by us laughing she's entertaining us yeah. so she keeps it going she keeps doing so, it so yeah so buggy hell so it's just but you know it's funny it's buggy hell yep buggy oh buggy hell oh buggy hell <laughs> the funniest thing that that tilly does uh, for us which makes us laugh every single time and it happens on a daily basis you've probably had this as well the poo face the oh yeah poo face yeah the poo yeah. face is <laughs> unbelievable i mean she with hers it's like this grin this kind of like pained grin and it's absolutely wonderful but the, the problem is I, I try to get a photograph of it pretty much every day because it always makes me laugh it's never not been funny but when i get the <laughs> camera out there's something she knows what a camera is so she just like stops and she's like smiling oh, really? for the camera. <laughs> and you're like no just keep doing the poo face <laughs> baby talk but not baby talk with perky and man so previously on the dadcast we've mentioned jamie oliver and his baby name choices um it, it might be his wife that decided on these names but we're going to kind of blame him uh, and we've i think we've said before that he was uh, not daddy cool he was daddy fool for picking some of those names now yep, indeed yeah. he has had another baby it's a boy and this week they announced what that name was have you heard what his name is 
No, no okay. not at all. No. <laughs> I'm going to give you some suggestions, some possibilities, and you have to try to guess which one of these is Jane Oliver's <laughs> baby's new name, okay? Oh, okay, yeah, definitely. Let's um, go for it. So, Richard Reese Oliver, Randy right. Rudolph Oliver, <laughs> River, <laughs> River Rocket Oliver, <laughs> Rusty Rufus Oliver, <laughs> Rainfall Rupert Oliver, or Raspberry <laughs> Racolette Oliver. Now, it is one of these. It is one of these, I'm afraid. <laughs> You've got no idea, do you? I have no idea that... I, uh, well, I kind of feel like it should be Richard, not because my name's Richard, but because anything else is just cruelty. <laughs> it, I mean, it, it really is. What was the Rudolph one? Um, the Rudolph one. Randy Rudolph. <laughs> Oh, 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 God. It's one of these. It's one of these. So, so Richard Reese, Randy oh. Rudolph, River Rocket, Rusty Rufus, I... Rainfall Reaper, or <laughs> Raspberry Racolette. Oh, I could Perky. I'm crying in here. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go for, I'm, I, I've got, I'm going to go for Richard. It's got to be, it's got to be, it's got to be, it's got to be, it's got to be Richard. It's got to be Richard. It's, it's got to be. It's not Richard. It's not Richard. <laughs> you, no, you're joking. You're down, to, you're down to five. Randy, River, Rusty, <laughs> Rainfall or Raspberry. Do you want to eliminate any, any of those <laughs> that you think it can't be? It can't be, it can't be Raspberry. It can't be Raspberry. Okay. So we've got no. Randy, River, Rusty or Rainfall. Any of those you want to lose? <laughs> it can't be Rainfall. Can't be Rainfall. Okay, so we're down to the final three. <laughs> and it is one of these, okay? It's Randy oh. Rudolph, River Rocket or Rusty oh. Rufus. <laughs> Rusty Rufus. <laughs> oh, God. That is just... We should go up to the fringe with an act called Rusty Rufus. <laughs> oh, it can't be Rusty Rufus. It can't be Rusty Rufus. Okay, we're good. No. So, so we're down to two. Oh, Randy God. Rudolph, River Rocket. It, it's okay. It, no one can call their kid Randy. It can't be Randy. So you're going River Rocket. It's got to be River Rocket. It's ridiculous, but it can't be Randy. Richard, you are completely right. It is River <laughs> Rocket, Oliver. And we're having a laugh, but, you know, welcome to the world and all that. <laughs> Um, but but what's really funny about this is that they didn't announce it for a few weeks. And then Jules Oliver put a picture on Instagram and it was of a card they'd been given. And on the card, it said Dream Big River. Right. So you look at it and go, ah, oh, the baby's called River. But an Australian magazine saw that where it said Dream Big River. And they said, oh, the baby's name has been announced. The baby is called <laughs> Dream Big River Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The fact that, they, oh. that this magazine oh. thought they go for silly names, so it must be Dream Big River. How stupid. <laughs> oh, that has made my week. Oh, God. <laughs> and breathe, Richard, and breathe. You've got oh. children to look after. Oh, that is so funny. That is so funny. Oh, man. Right. I've got a dad dilemma. So the- <laughs> if your wife suggests a name, <laughs> yeah, 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 Randy exactly. Rudolph, what do you do? Do you leave her? <laughs> oh, no. oh, I'm going to need some time to recover. <laughs> this has actually happened. Uh, and I think it's a, it's a sort of very generic dad dilemma or parent dilemma. And we're calling it a dad dilemma. 
because it's our point of view, but I think it's a, a general parent dilemma. And this has happened? Yeah, yeah. Your child is on a high chair and they start swinging because oh, okay. they can swing. And you know that they're going to keep swinging and after a while they're going to fall back oh, and yeah. either hit the ground or the wall. And you tell them not to, but obviously they're too young because they are finding it funny. What do you do? Do you say, right, well, I'm going to let you fall and hit yourself oh, God. and possibly really hurt yourself, but you might realise that it's the wrong thing to do, or do you always stop them? There you go. Oh, That's it's, it's a good dilemma. So I was thinking about this, and, and what I think is you've got to weigh up how badly the baby can hurt themselves right Mm -hmm. because we've all seen it in parks and play parks where the parents are doing a thing called helicopter parenting i think they call it where they're kind of like flying all around the baby and just making sure and just kind of and you you can't i don't think you can do that but i think you've got to weigh up like if the baby can seriously hurt themselves then (laughs) you've got to stop them from doing it because that would be stupid but if it's something like you know they're gonna they're gonna fall over and land on their bum or they're gonna bonk their head a little bit then I think it's I think it's just weighing up, you know, worst case scenario and trying not to go too far. It, it's really tricky, though, because you don't want to be that parent that is not, you know, wrapping the child in cotton wool. But also you don't want to be that parent that has, you know, let the child seriously hurt themselves on your watch. It's really tricky. What about you? What do you yeah. think? Well, this is this is a, a real thing that happened. So um, we came up with a well a dad hack, but it was actually a mum hack. <laughs> Soph came up with this. <laughs> Um, and she simply uh, jammed uh, an umbrella behind the chair to the wall so Georgia couldn't push out. So it's very simple. She couldn't push out. Yeah. But it fell and uh, after a couple of weeks. And we'd walked out of the dining room for about, I don't know, you know, 10 seconds. And we heard this bam, ran back in and she'd fallen. And behind her on the wall was red. <gasps> splattered everywhere and on f- first ex- inspection it was like oh my god until i realized she was holding a yogurt in her hand <laughs> a very very a very very dark deep red yogurt so it was yogurt that had splattered against the wall she was fine but if she'd been a little bit further this way a little bit further that way she could have really hurt her head and, and you know it could have been an a and e job so we didn't let her do it on purpose, but she did it in the end for, through just sheer strong will, really. Yeah. So there is a lesson there. <laughs> From sheer buggy-mindedness. <laughs> buggy-mindedness, yeah. Oh, oh okay. wow. That's, that's a horrible one. That's a horrible one. I've got a dad dilemma. I'll, I'll save it for next week. Uh, and again, it's something that really happened to some friends of ours. But we'll do that next week on the show. And if you've got any daddy dilemmas, things that either you've experienced or things that you've thought about or something that your friends have done, then do let us know. DadcastUK at gmail.com or facebook.com forward slash DadcastUK or at DadcastUK on Twitter. Um, Shall we end with something a bit lighter? Yeah, okay. So, um, QI fact. In 2013... Nine babies in the UK were named Cheese. <laughs> That's amazing. Nine. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> were, they oh, all, so, were they all Jamie Oliver's? Yeah, I was just going to say. Oh, God. <laughs> right, Richard has lost it, so I'll just say goodbye. <laughs> and we will see you 
in two weeks' time, same time, same place, here on the Dadcast. Bye! <laughs> Subscribe to the Perky and Man Dadcast on iTunes and get more of this sort of informed discussion whenever they get round to recording the next one. Get in contact by emailing dadcastuk at gmail.com, by tweeting at dadcastuk, or by visiting facebook.com forward slash dadcastuk. And the podcast is going to continue until Richard stops laughing. Okay, just keep going. Keep going. I've got to get some water. Oh, I've got to go. Great, he stopped. See you in two weeks.